How long ago did you label yourself and do the labels actually fit with how you live your life? Let's delve into that. Welcome to this episode of the Limitation is Memorized podcast. This episode I want to talk about labels and how most people label themselves and then forget that they put the label on themselves and they can actually change the label in the future. So this has come up quite a bit this week. I was doing the five-day challenge and people talked about having anxiety or being overthinkers. Then I'm working with a different few different one-to-one clients, mentoring them, and they've talked about that's just the way I am or I've always done it this way and things like that. And those sort of statements are statements that you label yourself with or if you're unfortunate enough, somebody else has labeled you in the past and you just hold on to it. And then people forget to go back. So if I go right back to when I was at school, I was not a good learner. I was not a good reader. I was not educated very well. I couldn't communicate very well. I was very angry and aggressive in my communication, physically probably as well as mentally, but that's who I was and that's how I've always been. But then a couple of years later, I'm studying martial arts and becoming more Zen. I'm studying about Buddhism. I'm studying about Taoism. I'm studying all this different stuff to stay relaxed. And then I became a martial artist and that's what I was. And then a few years later, I learned a few different things like Reiki, kinesiology, and I became someone that can, I used to think about it like I could damage the body, but then I could fix it after, which is kind of nice. Then I learned more about how the body works and I became someone who was became not a pacifist, but I didn't really like the idea of hurting people because I realized how easy it was. Then I was someone that was, I'm afraid to eat. I had an eating disorder. So that was who I was. That's how I've always been. My mum and all would have said it. Yeah, you always had difficulty eating. So that could have been how I stayed. But the point of these wee stories is that I always changed the label whenever I found out what that I had labeled myself. So that's an important part to know that know when you have labeled yourself and what your labels are. And then just really look at it. I'm not someone that worries about eating anymore. So I'm not, I can't use that label. So I just move on from that label. But when I looked at that label, I was able to go right, that is not good. I need to fix this or make it different or do something to make me uh, not afraid of food. Whenever I was a martial artist, so I, I had moved away from just martial arts even when I was doing the magic and everything. But for a good year, I had just seen myself as solely a martial artist. I still believe I'm a martial artist in my the way I live my life, I, I live my life to always be improving and to help the people around me. But I wouldn't consider myself just to do martial arts. That doesn't make any sense because I do so much other stuff. So think about the labels that you have and start to see if you if they fit, whether they're really good. Maybe you see yourself as super charitable and then you look at yourself and go, well, fuck, I haven't given money to charity for a long time. So you're not really. Um, this is a good way of seeing your morals and your... Um, understanding of the way you live your life and the way you think you live your life which a lot of the time I find are quite different to people so start to look at yourself and then think if you can make the changes reach out to people if you think they will help you that's just a faster way of doing it you can do it all on your own but sometimes it's just handier to reach out to people and do it faster become super awesome faster with help the reason that I think that people label themselves and then hold on to the label is society and fear. You're sort of taught to mix with the crowd and not try to 
make people look like don't make them look bad like and and I've seen parents whenever I was teaching martial arts they'd say right when you go out and spar be nice don't make them look bad and then I'd say to the kid go out and fucking wreck them slap like this is terrible but I remember telling the kid to pick a, get another kid up and slam it because it had a very bad guard and the, and the kid wasn't good at punching but he had a good takedown and a slam so I was like do that that's how you'll win and he ended up putting that guy out of the competition I think there were only about 10 like so it was quite it was quite brutal, but like from my perspective, I was like, that was the best approach for you to win. And he became a gold medalist in the British Championships. Whereas if he had done what the parent done, he would have not won the. He would have got battered because the guy was much better um, fisticuffs than he was going to be. But what he would have learnt was to always tone down his light, like to shine a little bit duller than he was designed to shine. And a story that I, that I really like. Um, is about zebras or zebras depending on where you're listening um robert sapolsky i think it was came up with and they're saying like people i remember even when i was younger we used to talk about zebras and be like what the fuck's the point in being black and white in the middle of like if anything's camouflaged it's the lion or the lioness that's hunting you that's what's camouflaged you fucking stand out like a sore thumb painted black and white but he was saying that they're not camouflaged as in camouflaged in amongst the the scenery in the nature, they're camouflaged in amongst the herd. The protection of the herd is what keeps them alive. And the reason that lions go after the weak or go after the ones that drift off from the herd is not because they want to eat a weak, stupid animal. They want to eat the fucking, the best, beefiest, like, mouth-watering version of whatever the fuck that would be, of a zebra. I don't think humans eat zebras. We eat loads of other animals. I don't think we eat zebras. I'm not sure. Someone let me know if we do. But they want to eat the best one, the one that's got the best meat, the best muscle, the best everything. They they want to do that. But they have to hunt. They single out an animal and then they, they coordinate, strategize and hunt that one animal. If you look at a zebra in a pack and then you looked away and then looked back, the chances of you finding that one are slim. And he was saying that like when people were scientists were checking this out, they painted wee red dots to keep an eye because every time they look, they go, all right, that's zebras walking over there. And they write the wee note, they look up, they're like, what fuck's sake, what zebra was I looking at? So they can never know. So they painted a red dot on the ass of some zebras. And what do you think happened? The red dotted ass zebras, they got fucking killed by lions because lions were able to go, right, that's the one that we were going for and they went after. So I like that story because I feel that's how a lot of humans live their life. We... We're afraid to stand out. Like there's so many sayings, like the poppy that stands the tallest gets its head cut off and the tree that's the tallest is gets the worst winds and probably fucking a million other things. You can come up with, tag them below so I can learn more. But we're taught to like sit in a line, be quiet, do what you're supposed to do. Don't do any extra, don't do any less. Just do what you're told to do and do it and that's it. Everybody should like this movie. Everyone should like this sort of thing. Like, wherever you grow up, that's the right religion, that's the right policies, that's the right MPs, all of that shit. The sport that you started in, that's the right sport because your dad, like, look at football teams for fuck's sake. People love football teams that they might never have seen just because their dad or their brother or somebody they sort of look up to loves the team as well. So maybe you hold on to these... Um, labels and you hold yourself back because you're afraid of standing out because you've been taught not to stand out your whole life 
I love standing out. I love being that person that, not standing out like a fucking clown and, and coming across like an asshole, but being someone that people go, he knows a lot about stuff I don't know anything about. Or the amount of times people have said to me, I would love to do that. Like when I say I sealed a boat, oh, I'd love to do something like that. Ninja Warrior, I'd love to do that. Wrote a book, I'd love to do that. And I'm like, well, fucking do it. Like, I managed to do it. That's why the Prove It Guy exists. I'm not special. I just say yes and try things. I feel more than most people even try. But the point is that eventually I, I succeed, I learn, I move forward, and I can change my labels. I'm very comfortable making life-changing decisions for myself without worrying about the consequences for other people, without worrying about if this goes wrong, I'm fucked here. I just do it and then see what happens next. So that's what I wanted to get through today, that you have probably labeled yourself 10, 25, 18 years ago, and you believe that's who you are whenever actually you've learned about yourself, you developed more, you're more educated in that environment or in general. You might be healthier, you might be unhealthier. You think you're, oh, I used to do sports, but actually you're unhealthy now. So look at the labels that you have and decide whether or not you need to change those labels because they don't fit anymore. And then feel free to reach out to me, let me know what's happened. Did you change labels? Did you find out you had things you didn't even know or what's going on? Comment below, do everything. Uh, so thanks again for tuning in. Have an awesome, super amazing day, whatever you get up to, and I will speak to you again soon. Mm -hmm.